0: Hello and welcome to Blades Pod. My name is Ben. It is Saturday the 29th of May. I am joined, as always, by Andrew. It's it's a new dawn for the Blades, mate. What do you think? I'm gonna start singing then. It's a new dawn. It's about <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll refrain. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right, mate. How are you?
0: Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Uh, it's gonna be a pretty quick pod. I don't think we can. Um, I don't think we could call it an emergency pod if it arrives three days after the event. That's like the worst no. emergency services ever. I went at
1: work when it all broke and stuff and I was getting so many like, where's the view from, where's the view from? And I'm like, bloody work, man, leave me alone. <laughs>
0: I, I got a feel for the Four Blades in the pub who, for the first yeah. time in what, probably about 15 months, finally recorded a podcast in the pub and then, <laughs> yeah, this gets announced, I think the next day or something like that. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. I but mind not you we did say didn't we? We recorded Wednesday and it was the day after. After that he got that, announced.
0: That is true, yeah. Well, so maybe not an emergency pod, but a bonus pod. And uh, mm. the bonus is it's not going to be terribly long because uh, we'll, we'll do another one later in the week. But w- we're saying he and uh, jumping around the subject here, but uh, Sheffield United finally have a new manager, and that is Slavisa Yikanovich, the former Watford, Fulham, Partizan, a Qatari team that I don't have the name in front of me and probably wouldn't be able to pronounce anyway. Manager. El
1: Gaira, is it? Or something like that.
0: Something like that. It's I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll let your pronunciation knowledge lead that I've, I've got
1: his name anyway, but I'm just going to call him Slavhead.
0: Slavhead. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah, announced on Thursday, United's first ever overseas manager. I think we, did we have like a temporary... Uh, foreign manager point I believe at some point.
1: that Danny Bagara Danny Bagara and I pronounce it exactly um, was temporary charge for two games I believe in the 80s um, just on massive tangent there but if anyone's ever watched uh, they think it's all they think it's all Rovers, which is a documentary about when Doncaster Rovers got relegated to the conference. Danny Begara's manager in that, and he's
0: well worth the watch. It's on YouTube. He, a very bizarre method, shall we say, from him. That is, <laughs> that is a good tangent. Was that part of your like lockdown one YouTube deep dives last year?
1: Yeah, when I was doing the Madeley uh, stuff, I like obviously get links to all these old programs now and stuff well, on YouTube, and I watched that. And honestly, it's brilliant. It's like there's one of the, the episodes where he changes all the players' numbers around so to try and confuse the opposition. But he actually... <laughs> Uses his own team. (laughs) Nobody knows where the play is.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm not sure if that's a a tactic that uh, Mr. Yukanovich is likely to to employ. But just give me... So, I mean, yeah, it's obviously... um, It's it's a pretty big moment because we have had, uh, you know, six years almost of Chris Wilder and then we've gone into this strange limbo period, which I want to talk about very briefly. We'll, we'll, We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, and now we have a permanent manager announced for the foreseeable future, obviously. And, yeah, how did, how did you feel about the, the actual appointment itself? I was really happy. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I think two months ago we
1: talked about this and yeah. we both said we'd rather have had Blessing than Jukanovic based on the fact that Blessing were a complete unknown and we don't, he could be the best coach in the world, whereas we uh, we know Jukanovic obviously a fantastic championship record, but you sort of know what you're going to get, if you know what I mean, which is not a bad thing by any stretch of the imagination. He's he's got easily the best record that we could have attracted. Um, I think it's a really ambitious appointment, and I think one of the reasons I probably wasn't as for him, probably subconsciously, was because I didn't think we were actually going to get him.
0: Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, it's interesting you bring up that, uh, because we we were both kind of colours to the mast of... Uh, not necessarily uh, Alexander Blessing as like this is this is the guy that we want, but it was mm. that it was that sort of model of manager, wasn't it? If yeah, I, I think I think what I and uh, I guess both of us said at the time is if we're going to have this messy divorce with Chris Wilder where we lose the you know the, the greatest manager we've had in our supporting lifetimes, then I, mm. I want it to be worthwhile from a structural point of view. Like if you're just going to go out and hire the next best coach, then it's like, well, yeah. kind of what what was the point in going through that again? But then I guess with a bit more distance you sort of see how yeah. irreparable that relationship was. Well that's
1: something I think in you know, it. I think when we said this, I think we were still both in the grieving process <laughs> to some degree. I don't want to go too you know not deep in, into it, but I do think we were sort of still thinking about oh he's gone. You know, the best manager we could possibly get has gone. So who wants this fellow, fellow you know when we've had the best, but obviously now time has passed and stuff. And you look at it logically, I, I can't see how anybody can criticise it as an appointment. I, mean, I-, I don't think it's necessarily going to work for definite. You can never tell, but you know you're looking at it purely in a, in a logical sense. And football doesn't always work in a logical sense. But it's the it's he's the go-to guy isn't it, if you want promotion.
0: It looks that way, yeah. I'm I'm excited, you know. Dis- despite what I said mm. a couple of months ago, I-, I think also it became more apparent as the weeks went by, that we weren't going to re-jig exactly how stuff happens behind the scenes. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, uh, the Prince actually said after Wilder left that, no, we're not going to move to a director of football model, which yeah. made me at the time sort of go like, well, <laughs> what was the point we're of right. doing all this then? But, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we obviously know a little bit more now than we do then, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm excited. I think also just from the perspective of, like, it's it's done. It's locked in. yeah. You know, we can start to move forward now. You know, we we said, I mean, what do we do? We recorded on Wednesday and we we literally Mm -hmm. said that every day that goes past now is lost time for a manager to come in, integrate with the club, get, you know, start signing players, start, you know, preparing how he wants to to play, reviewing the previous season, all this kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, it's happened the ball is now rolling. and uh, Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's pretty exciting, I think. And
1: Yeah, I think it's exciting because we know the style of play we're going to get. Uh, the, the biggest criticism from Fulham fans that I've seen is he has got no plan B because his plan A is all out attack. And I don't think anyone's going to be like going, well, that sounds bad. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like the, the, the biggest criticism is that he's possibly, you know, he tried to play Manchester. I think this was from the Sheffield Night Away video where the Fulham fan on there, they got on said, you know, they went to Man City and he tried to go toe-to-toe and they got hammered 5-0, you know. We're not we don't have to worry about that at this moment in time. I've watched the playoff final today. If Swansea are the fourth best team in that league, then I think we can go toe toe to anyone with anyone with the squad we've currently got, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's it will be interesting. Um you know, we were sort of saying this separately, were not we, of uh, you know, what if he gets off to a, a slow start? Which is uh, I watched Benjamin yeah. Bloom's video on this and that is um I think that's what he has done at several clubs, it He's had a bit of a slow start. Yeah. And then, particularly, they've with, all said
1: that on the view from as
0: well. It takes him at least ten games to get his philosophy in place. But then it's really got in place. And let's be honest if we if we have ten games where we're like 18th or something, there's going to be a lot of anger around you. Yeah. Like, it's it's just yeah. going to happen. It'd happen at most clubs, I guess. But it will definitely happen with us, especially after you know where we've been. However, I do wonder if he will get more slack if. Our games are entertaining and yeah, we score goals.
1: Yeah, all goal losses, yeah.
0: Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we, we've sat through now, um, what, 41 league games where we scored 20 goals across those games. And, you know, most of them we didn't really look like scoring in full stop. I think if you look through a lot our goals this season, you know, there's some really good kind of individual strikes. And then there's ones where it's like, Everything suddenly clicked to make a sort of one perfect move. I'm thinking like the um, McGoldrick goal against Aston Villa, where you know that was like the only chance we created in the game. It wasn't like you said
1: many a time this season. We cannot keep doing this going down the wing tactic because it's quite evidently not working anymore.
0: Yeah, we need to uh, we need to mix it up a bit. So I'm excited in that. uh, In terms of yeah, what if this is going to be a blank slate, a departure from the way that we've played for so long and has been successful but most definitely was not successful for a really long period of time now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, know, you mentioned the style of play. Like From, from what I understand, he's more of a, a 4-3-3 person. Is that... A, is that I think of- it's 3-4-3 three, three from what I can gather. Um, I think he does like three at
1: the back but thinking, I think it's like a... Fu- In a way, we've sort of been playing a, uh, under Ekibaba. He's not been anywhere near as attacking as I expect Yukanovich to be but... He's sort of been playing Baldock and Stevens far further forward than we were under Wilder, I think, in the mm. past month. And we've obviously swapped it with Osborne playing this weird floating role or whatever he's been doing and McGoldrick dropping back. I think it'll look a little bit like that, but I imagine more. I think we'll have actual wingers. I think he will buy some wingers, mm. um, which I think is desperately needed from for the tactics that he seems to employ.
0: Yeah, I mean, we just don't have. We've said that but all we've season. We've literally
1: huh? got none. I mean, we've got. You could class Burke as one, I suppose, but you know, I wouldn't hang my hat on Ollie Burke being a, a winger for forty-six games next season.
0: No, Bogle's probably the closest thing we've got to it, mm. and he's you know yeah. basically spent most of his career as a right back. So yeah, that that's the excitement factor for me is I think we you know we're going to see something different, and uh, you know, change isn't always good, but. I think we need something to change, don't we? We, we certainly
1: so. do, and I, I'm excited in the sense that, like you say, you, touch wood. The worst case scenario is if we if if it doesn't work out as well as we want it to. It looks like it could be quite exciting. I remember when Brian Robson came in, for instance, and obviously that were a disaster, and the games were really boring. I don't know if you remember, but mm, I they were, I, I even remember the fans chanting "boring, boring" <laughs> at one of the games, and they were all the games like one nil or nil, you know, losing one nil or whatever. I just don't see it with this guy, to be honest. Just based on his entire career, I don't see it not being exciting. Whether it's successful, obviously that's
0: the sixty. What is it? Sixty-four dollars. Sixty-four. It was sixty-four thousand dollars. That's it. uh, it, Yeah, it's not that much, is it? It isn't. No, I don't. I don't need to adjust it for inflation. I think. Yeah, I don't know when that was first uttered. Um, I mean, so my, I didn't really dig into. like Yukanovich's sort of backstory, if you like, until this week because, yeah, like you, I, I don't know. I just the probably honest answer is I just didn't want to invest that much time into it in case mm-hmm. nothing actually happened. And
1: yeah, I was exactly the same. Yeah,
0: yeah. So my uh, my my understanding, if you like, about him is like, well, this guy, yeah, track record of promotion, but then he he always leaves like straight after. there's no like long term project? And yeah, it's. I think that's. You know, you look at his CV and it's, well, yeah, he's been, he's managed how many clubs in, uh, what's this, 2007, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. We're his ninth I, club in yeah, 14 yeah. years. But some of the circumstances are a bit odd, aren't they? I I mean, that, yeah, I, I'm glad you brought this up because I was going to say this, but I'll let you carry on. Okay, so Watford, when he took over there and got them promoted, he was on a short-term contract when he... When he was appointed, I think, mm-hmm. and then they just failed to agree a new deal. And Watford hired, uh, was it Sanchez Flores instead? I think. Was it Flores or Garcia? I, can't I think remember. it was Flores. So but that
1: was Watford's fourth manager
0: that season as well. Watford are an insane club. I mean, they're still a, <laughs> the fact that they're still doing this now, like six years <laughs> yeah. later, but somehow having moderate amounts of success. To be fair to them, yeah, anyway, yeah. it wasn't like he uh, jumped ship there particularly. Uh, he went to Maccabi Tel Aviv. I think he got them in the Champions League for the first time he in did. like a decade or something. Yeah. Then he left those to go to Fulham to come back to English football. And he had three years there essentially. Which you know, is his a... longest
1: serving at, at any club was at Fulham for three years.
0: Got them promoted to the Premier League, had a bad start in the Premier League, and got sacked after 12 games, was it? Yeah, five points in the first 12 games. Five points in the first 12 games. Just. Which... I mean, that sounds like dreamland with the season we just had. It took us. I'm
1: trying to think. How long did it take us to get to football? Mid January, February, January. Whenever we
0: played Newcastle, which I think was mid mid January. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they. I mean, they just they got rid of him, but you know, he. he...
1: And by all accounts, he didn't buy the players from the. What I can gather from the Fulham fans is that they they had a. I don't know if it's a director of football or whatever, but who made the signings and it wasn't. And they broke the team up, didn't they? That he built.
0: Yeah, indeed. Uh, and, and appointed Ranieri, and, and that worked out great, didn't it? With it there was a the whole thing there of like he's a, he's a proven Premier League quality. And, all right, he'd, um, he'd won the league with uh, Leicester, but yeah. I think he was. Um, what's, what, I can't think of the word. I think it was like a perfect storm at Leicester, basically. I'm, gonna say, I'm not
1: going to say it's a fluke because that's unfair on Leicester, that team, but it was. A, a crest of a wave that just kept kept on going maybe maybe you could argue that we were the same under Wilder I don't know obviously that's to a, a bigger degree than us but it was yeah. one of those things where everything just seems to go right is record outside of that is not the best was it Ranieri's real life
0: no and it certainly didn't go well at Fulham and uh, somehow they still keep getting promoted to the Premier League, don't they? we will probably be one of the favourites next season. It's yeah, very... well, they've got
1: good players and they've got a big bit of money. <laughs> that and helps. they are absolutely... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fulham are absolutely... They're, their fans are really not happy. Not just that Jukanovic has come to us, but the fact that they've still got Scott Parker. They said they can't believe that they, they're stuck with Scott Parker all season and yet sacked Jukanovic after 12 games when it's quite clear that Jukanovic is the better manager.
0: Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, he he gets sacked from Fulham. He goes to uh, al Garafa, I think it is, in Qatar. Yeah. Um, He was there for, what, two seasons? um, And then he's come to us. And, yeah, Qatar's a a bit of an odd career move, I guess, isn't it? But I imagine it's an extremely well-paid career move. I think that's it, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I've heard a couple of things (laughs) on Twitter since I did the view from, like, he likes his money.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so... uh, (laughs) I can't imagine he's come cheap, you know. For um, maybe this is a good point to talk about the sort of the process with which we've got here in the last couple of months, and Mm. I guess it's a microcosm of how the board interact with the local media, maybe, but also how good they are at
1: not leaking stuff. I've never known it like this ever. In, in, since I've supported United Wilder going no one know, knew that would come in obviously this appointment no one knew it would come in even the Prince winning the court case nobody knew anything about that when it was obviously it's a couple of weeks before it got announced it had actually happened Wilder's contract never got n- no rumours for that I yeah. think signings coming out of the blue you know Bogle and Lowe when they signed I remember like just waking up one morning and thinking I've not even they've not even been linked like yeah
0: Whereas, I guess with Brewster, I mean, Wilder was literally talking about him in an interview like a month before, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, a yeah. slightly different situation. But, yes, yeah, so, I mean, look, we we obviously spoke about Yukanovich because it had been, I think mean, it had been rumoured, hasn't it? Just in terms of like, this is the guy that's available. But then it just went completely quiet, apart from, you know, Bucky's odds and the, you know, the odd bit of like recycled, meaningless, sort of substance-less story in the star, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yep. And then it, you know, on Wednesday, uh, Thursday morning, rather, you just get the uh, the tweets from the local media saying soon, and then it gets announced like an hour later. So, Yeah, they just...
1: I don't think they had a clue, and I'm not blaming them for that, if they've not got the contest. I mean, there's a, lot, there's a few people who um, are trying to claim credit. I told you, and you're like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you just... <laughs> You've you've thrown something at a dartboard and come up with that. Let's not be, but yeah, I think they, they I don't think there's any links. I really don't think there's any links between the local and me. and that, that could be a bad thing. But I suppose in situations like this, it's a good thing. But it did cause unrest, obviously, for those what
0: two months. Well, this this Some is wild has gone. yeah. This is what I I want to yeah want to just kind of maybe this is not that interesting, but I find it kind of interesting. So we'll talk about it briefly. Is this I guess there's a there's a bit of a split here, isn't there, between kind of doing. Doing a professional job of hiring, but also leaving your customers in the dark a little bit. I'm yeah. I'm fairly chill about this. If it went on...
1: I am myself, but I do completely understand why people was thinking the worst, because yeah. you're hearing nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, it, I, I can completely see why some people would think we're just like this rudderless ship, even though mm. I think we... Um, I think this just underlines that we probably need to trust the process a little bit, which yeah. I think you and I sort of did. Was like, yeah, and I'd
1: like to say that as well. I'm not going to say told you everybody or anything like this, but I, I do think that the-, the Burnley ticket thing was a complete misstep. I'm not, I'm not going to defend that, but I do yep. think since the prince has been in sole charge, I can't really fault him in the- I don't know, whatever you think about the Wilder thing. He gave Wilder a five-year contract last season. Uh, he's pay- what transferred. Record fee's been broke seven times now, I think, under his like that. sole stewardship. Now we've got probably the most best-paid manager in the league. I don't think you can really say. You might th- think he's got it wrong with Wilder, Wilder leaving, and maybe he could have done more to keep him, or maybe he should be investing more in the academy and the training ground and things like that. But I don't think you can fault his ambition in terms of, even if it's short-termism, you know, with the, the signings and this manager in particular, I, I, don't, I don't buy any of this sort of... Oh, he's going to sell the assets because he's he's spending a lot of money on. You know, I don't think we'd have made this appointment under McCabe, for instance. Obviously, that's you know, I can't. That's just hypothetical. But mm. I don't think you can knock him for the side, the money he's spent, and this appointment in particular.
0: Yeah, I mean, they said up front, uh, Heckingbottom is taking over for the rest of the season, and and Tindall's yeah. coming in yeah. to help, um, which which you know, kind of strongly implied. We will not be announcing or we will not be appointing a new manager until the end of the season. I obviously have no idea how long this has been in the works. This appointment, I get I w- the feeling
1: it's been a while. Simply because I, I don't think it, think it happens that quick. I saw someone—I think I it's you, someone on Twitter who put something there. Yeah, they've had to get this guy in because everyone went mad after the Burnley thing. It's like <laughs> things don't happen that quickly. You don't think, "Oh my god, we've messed up here." Mr. we will give you anything you want. <laughs> this will have been going on for you don't just appoint a manager like that. It has to be going on for at least a month. I would have thought.
0: Yeah, I read. Um, uh, it might have been on our site. It was. It was quoted on the Athletic. Action. I was reading the thing about it, but um, yeah, the owners saying, you know, we've been through a like a two month process, and you know, we've been through a lot of candidates, and in the last few weeks or whatever, it's it's emerged that he is the best candidate yeah, for this, yeah. and yeah, like you said, there must have been a lot of discussions going on for both parties for him to leave what I assume was a very well-paid job in, uh, in my, Qatar. my
1: guess and it is just a guess is we want a blessing I think we did want blessing and then the uh, the work permit or whatever it is whatever we mm-hmm. call it couldn't be agreed so we went for us you know we, we thought right who else is there? and we've got the best option you know really yeah. in terms of what the I, I reckon if you did a poll to the fans other than Wilder <laughs> if he were on the poll I think this this guy'd have won. I would have thought, in terms of who the the fans wanted.
0: I think you're probably right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's it's it is exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to. I mean, I'm looking forward to news of signings. You know, some crazy rumours already. One of them is uh, if if that comes off, I'm going to be getting very excited. I'm not even going to mention that at this point. Um, (laughs) Preseason friendlies. You know, I want to see how this team's going to shape up. There's going to be, you know, a lot of. Uh, right now, I think there's a lot of uncertainty about a lot of players because they're so specialised in yep. how they've been used. I know, you know, if we do end up playing a four at the back, I know you said a three-four-three, three, but yeah, I mean, that what does that mean for our entire defence? Like that's, well, you know, we might suddenly. This is
1: the other thing for me as well. I don't think you kind of should have come if he had not been promised some funds. Whether that's funds that he has to raise himself, mm-hmm. whether he said, you know. I don't think John Egan's good enough to play how I want to play. Let's cash in on him. You and I'll have the funds from what you raise. It could be something like that. I just don't think he comes unless we've got a little bit of money to play around with whether that's through our own creative sort of transfers.
0: Yeah. But um look, we've we've stood still for uh about 15 months. Uh tactically and I mean standing still is quite generous to be honest. We've, uh, yeah. we've sunk like a stone. Um so yeah, I'm I'm Ready to see change, and uh, hopefully it goes well. I'm looking forward to it. Like you know, an- announced pre-season friendlies now. I want to see what this team looks like and uh...
1: announced transfers. Come on,
0: <laughs> all the transfers. I mean, there's
1: loads of rumors. All of a sudden, Bogle linked with Norwich and Ramsdale's linked with. Well, he was linked with West Ham before. Uh, I saw Egan linked with somebody today. Berger, obviously. I think. The, I think we might have to be patient as well, where we may sell players before we buy. As, mm. I, as I like, alluded to earlier. I, I just don't want anyone to panic about that because I imagine that's part of the long-term plan.
0: Yeah. One thing I will say with uh, Berger and Egan as our two probably probably most saleable assets, I guess, mm. uh, not playing at the Euros, either of them. No, so, um, no. Yeah, but that no...
1: said, actually, he said, oh, I hope... Uh... I'm a bit worried that Egan's going to have a good Euros and he'll put him in the shop. I'm a little bit lucky because he's not even there. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, problem solved. But that probably means, my, my point being, that's, uh, that kind of opens the door to a, a faster sale, I guess, yeah. if that's what yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully not. I think
1: we've only got Flick at the Euros, haven't we? I think that's
0: right. Yeah. Or maybe Norton
1: Davis, actually.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Norton Davis. Uh, I think there's is there three X-Blades in the whale squad. There's obviously Brooks. I might have forgot someone. It may just be two. Ampadu. Ampadu, yeah, I guess it will be him, unless he's still injured, not sure. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? (laughs) Oh, sales, Uh, yeah, that was it. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully not. I don't want to lose either of those players. I I like them very much, particularly John Egan, who's been a fantastic player for us and uh, is very much, like a lot of this squad, recently proven quality in the championship. So, um, yeah, yeah, another player who is proven quality in the championship has obviously been managed by you can have it already, and that's Ollie Norwood, the, uh, yeah. the promotion talisman. So, Imagine if he gets four promotions in four. <laughs> is, that, is that what it would be? It'd be, that yeah. would be before, if, if we go straight back four. up and Olly Norwood's there, yeah, we, that'll be his fourth promotion in a row, yeah. Yeah, because what was it, Fulham, Brighton, us... And then uh, that'd
1: be the third one, obviously. Then we've gone up for two years, so obviously he can't get promoted yeah, from the yeah. Premier League. So he's come back down, so it'd be four, four attempts at promotion and four. Yeah,
0: be impressive. Yeah, if that happens, it's just keep forever, I think. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, just think he can be the next manager. Yeah. Um, yeah, Yukanovic obviously managed. Uh, we've seen the Yukanovic experience. I think this was an extreme example, but you mentioned it uh, earlier. the the 5-4 at Bramwell Lane in November 2017?
1: Yeah, Leon Clark got another hat-trick. Yeah. <laughs> Samuel Carruthers is the only goal for us, actually, that one. Because so I was looking back at that match, mm. funnily enough. Um, and, yeah, that was his only goal. That's why I messaged you earlier and said that he's now at Hemel Hempstead.
0: Twenty-eight-year-old Samia Carruthers turning out for Hemel Hempstead. I think that was an own goal. I don't think that should have counted as a, as his goal. No offense. I, I liked it. Come on. It <laughs> yeah. And did uh, Hansen, all cleared off the line right then would it have been five. Yeah, more? It could have
1: been five-five. I remember it. what a match. I mean, I think it,
0: wild game. All of them were
1: exhausted after. You remember, like
0: everyone was laid out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What a brilliant game. Well, another thing, though, is I also looked at the beaters and the return fixture 3-0, and that yeah. was just domination from Fulham. I mean, Billy Shop missed a really good chance early doors, but I remember the last 10 minutes of that game, I didn't go or anything, but I just remember listening to Radio Sheffield, and they were just pass, 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 But we couldn't get the ball off, and it was quite humiliating, really.
0: Yeah, that uh, the the home game, the 5-4, I mean, just an, an insanely pacey, skillful attack. I yeah. think that was a, a 4-3-3 when it was... Ryan Sessegnon on the left. Um, oh, flipping heck. I can't remember his name now. Ojo? Uh, yeah. On loan, was he on loan from Liverpool?
1: Yeah, that's right. Sessegnon got a hat-trick in that game.
0: He did, yeah. And it uh, was absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> sign him. Bring him back. I
1: think that we'd obviously started that season fantastic. Well, we're top of the league, in fact, that game. Um, mm. When that game came up. So we'd just, it would just have to coot his injury. It would just be Burton Bert- 3-1. Burton,
0: yeah, it was. It was the first game post Coots, yeah.
1: And I think we were thinking, this is easy. And I think that was the first game we thought, ooh, this is actually a tough decision. (laughs) (laughs) A division, should I say.
0: Yeah. Um, So (laughs) I don't don't think we should get excited for a 5-4 every single week. But uh, I'm just throwing that out there as a, you know, there's a a recent example of um, him coming to the lane with his own team. Uh, If there's one thing we do not have, it is lots of pacey, wide attackers at the moment. Yeah. who knows? In uh, you're right. August. By the way, I'm just
1: looking at the tactics for that game. He did play. He played like a four-two-three-one. So maybe it's that for, for some reason, i have got him He plays three. you might be right with that. It's four-four-two-three-one with McDonald and Norwood as like holding midfield, and then Ojo, Kearney and Sessegnon, uh up front behind uh, Aite.
0: Well, I've, I've actually seen him being linked with because he's on a free transfer. Oh, that is a ridiculous team, in it, and that's is that. <laughs> That must be before they signed Stephanie Hansen as well, unless he was on the bench because he was really... Well,
1: he wasn't in the team for this one and Mitrovic weren't there neither. No wonder
0: they got promoted. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's get them all in. I know Hansen's another one. I know you don't like speculation (laughs) on this podcast, but he's another one who we really liked and obviously he's not um, in Scott Parker's plans at Fulham. And I think... He's come off the back of an unbelievable season at QPR, so you know, watch that, watch his, watch this space for him. Yeah,
0: I, I, really recommend watching uh, Ben Bloom. I mean, I know you've watched it already. Ben Bloom's video yeah. on uh, on this appointment uh, for anyone who's listening, and um, yeah, he, he did sort of raise that interesting point that. Um, a lot of the players that were big under Jukanovic are still at Fulham, but they're not being used by Scott Parker. I mean, he yeah. actually mentioned Tom Kane, he's not being used, which is...
1: No, he's not. No, he's the club captain, weirdly, but he's not being used. I didn't realise he was 30 now, Kane.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah, and they, they gave him quite a big contract, um, mm. I think, at the start of the previous season. So the, This is why great. I don't think that deal will happen. I mean, obviously,
1: again, it's speculation. I just think that that'll take a lot to prize him away, to be honest.
0: It was more. I was just surprised that he wasn't being used. To yeah, because yeah. he was <laughs> he was so much their best player at Bramble Lane. He was absolutely insane in the uh, in the game this season. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: One. Good point. Yeah, in the Premier League, uh, the the one one.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I thought he was the best player on the pitch. To be honest, um, which but like it, I say, Haet is on a free. You
1: maybe you know if he's worked with him before, a bit of pace, um, and uh, yeah, Johansson's out of favour with Scott Parker.
0: Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, we're just a uh, Fulham B team. Get the get the band <laughs> back together. We we could be like what Fleetwood have done for um, with, with all our castoffs from the League One days. I'm Although a bad success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's all I have to say about it right now, mate. I'm I'm yeah. I'm happy that it's sorted. And yeah, like you, I I do feel this is if this is if we're just going down the like get a good manager thing, then I feel like this is probably the best one we could have appointed. Mm. I still carry the scars of Nigel Adkins, who I would have said all this about. I know for a fact I did. I was really excited about Adkins' appointment. And he I don't had... think anyone was. I think everyone knew that that
1: everyone, – everyone knew. Sorry, everyone thought that was going to be a fantastic appointment. Yeah, and uh,
0: it was miserable. And he's probably thought about – well, I can't speak for everyone, but I would say his reputation is probably lower than the majority of – <laughs> other failed managers that we had, maybe going back as far as uh, Brian Robson, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it, and I looked at the view from that I got from Adkins to compare it to, because obviously the Yakanovich one were literally wall-to-wall. I, I actually tried to find criticism just to make it as balanced as I could, but there wasn't much there. So
0: that was from uh, Fulham and Watford fans, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, the view from Fulham and Watford fans. And then I looked at the Adkins one. The only difference was, I mean, he's come from Southampton fans, love Adkins. Reading didn't like Adkins at all, and that was Adkins' last job. So possibly they were warning signs there that he were already on his way down.
0: Hmm. I guess so. But yeah, I, 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 see, this is the thing. I'm, I am excited about this. I'm, I think this is a, a, a good appointment. And I have this nagging voice of like, yeah, you thought that about Adkins. But but that shouldn't be there. You know what I mean? I, I, should, I should park yeah. that. That's That's like a completely unfair thing. It may who knows, it may it may end up going badly. But
1: I suppose it's like signing Billy Short for the third time. Like you think well, he's obviously good. He's clearly good enough for League One level where we bought him.
0: Yeah. But the last twice he's not in <laughs> the best time for him, so. <laughs> That's a nice comp. So yeah, uh good job, Sheffield United. Um you know, I I guess the they deserve a pat on the back for going about the business in a in a calm, orderly manner. I know we said the sort of the, the two edged sword here of I can understand why you might feel like we're just drifting and we've no idea what we're doing and we're going to end up with you know the the last manager available when the the merry go round stops, as, uh, as often seems to be the case in, in with a lot of other clubs. But yeah. actually, it all it all it was all in hand, and Dave. Sorted it in good time. You know, the season's finished. Now's the time to get to work. Players go on holiday. You know, he has all this time until they come back to start putting stuff in place. So, yeah, I think uh, I think a, a pat on the back for the club, to be honest. This, is, this feels like... I, I think I keep coming back to, I wish Chris Wilder was still the manager, but he's not. So this is probably the best outcome based on that. This is it. No, when he left, I think we've both said on this part, I think every podcast,
1: every Chef United sort of uh, media output or whatever, uh, fan output, have all said, well, whatever we get next is not going to be as good. Well, this guy's as close as you can get. And some may say his record's better because he's got two promotions from the championships. But, you know, I, I don't really know who else we could have attracted who would have got this sort of roundly praised by the fans.
0: Yeah, Agreed. So uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes, mate. We'll uh, we'll wrap this one up there. Um, back on Wednesday, I think. Aren't we?
1: Yeah, you? Wednesday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good stuff.
1: That's had a player by
0: then. Who knows? It's unbelievable, huh? <laughs> Well, there's uh, there will be something to talk about because I saw in the old Athletic that um, I think released released and retained lists need to be confirmed tomorrow, Sunday. So uh, yeah, New contract for Rodwell. Yeah, I, I, Rodwell and Brian are probably Rodwell. What am I talking about? Key and Brian is probably the only one that's like, yeah, actually a little bit interesting as to what's going to happen. Yeah, I think to, so. Yeah, future, yeah, maybe
1: maybe Jagielka in terms of does he go into coaching or whatever? I don't know, but yeah,
0: yeah, I guess so. So yeah, look out for that one tomorrow. That's what it said in the Athletic anyway. So you'd uh, mm. expect that to happen, and uh, and that's sort of, I guess that's another thing that makes me think this has been uh, the Yukanovich appointment has been in the works for a while and. Presumably, he's had some input on, uh, you know, which players we're going to keep and which ones we're going to let go. You know, I don't, I don't imagine he's been. Uh, <laughs> he turns up on Thursday. It's like. Right, so uh, you've got two days to assess whether you want to give this guy a contract or, <laughs> yeah. or not. Yeah, that's, uh, it does make me think that's been in the works, as I said. So, yeah, there we go. But where, what have you got uh, view-from-wise? you want to just plug it for people to go check it yeah, out? Yeah,
1: it's uh, uh, or Follow me at Panchero and it's the Watford and Fulham view-froms. I genuinely think it's probably the most positive view-from I've ever got because, as wow. I said, I was hunting for criticism, and I didn't really <laughs> find much. It's a bit, there's a few bits in there, you know, saying about how bad he in the Premier League, but not much. Large.
0: yeah great stuff so yeah go check that out Roy'sviewfrom.com. you got your uh your bonus episode of living with maidly's out as well isn't it
1: yeah the first part of the bonus episode uh, is out as well so he follows on living with maid one on twitter uh that's the the calm before the storm the second one should be out this week and liam's on holiday actually so it might be a little bit later but um for the second part will be out where we're really drunk but on the second <laughs> one. I, I genuinely can't remember even what we said so i'm quite i don't know i think i'm <laughs> listening back cringing to
0: be honest but <laughs> <laughs> listening with some trepidation nice yeah. uh well do check that out and uh yeah there we are mate big slavs red and white army yes Let, let's go this uh could be could be an interesting summer and it uh, could be an interesting season so i'm excited i hope other people are as well thank you as always for your time mate much appreciate squeezing in a quick podcast on a Saturday evening and uh, yeah we'll be back next week and uh, yeah that's it thanks very much again Paul
1: thanks a lot mate cheers thank you